Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, happy Thanksgiving. We talked to you guys earlier this week following last week's mega winter storm or bomb cyclones or whatever we want to kind of classify them. But mm-hmm. uh, I hope your your Thanksgiving was good. No, yeah, it was super good. Uh, it was pretty cold and it was it was rainy and misty like the entire day, but it was it was still really good, so. Now, the most important question, did you go out Black Friday shopping? Yes, and I never do, but I got I got suckered into a big, giant 58-inch TV for $200. So I did it. I did it. <sighs> nice. But it's all right. But that's a, that's a good grab. So <laughs> it, Yeah, it really was. So I'm, I'm still pretty proud. I just don't want to be one of those people that's like, Ooh, Black Friday shopping. Right. But I did it. Well, I also went Black Friday shopping uh, Thursday night after Thanksgiving. Didn't get anything like a new TV, which was pretty epic, so congrats on that. Um, yeah, the Thursday night haul was just like Mountain Dew and some, like a Santa hat. You know, <laughs> yeah, nice. Things things I need. Um, right. And then Friday. The essentials. Yeah, Friday went out uh, early in the morning to one of the uh, local farm and ranch stores because they have really good deal on boots and got two pairs of boots. So that I'm happy with. See, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. You scored, you scored big. Right. Well, you know, as long as you get a deal and I think, you know, boots that were normally retail for 90 for 40, I think that's a pretty good deal. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty epic deal. So, so it was almost BOGO. It was almost buy one, get one free. Yeah, it really was. So, you know, that was my uh, that was my shopping takeaway. Um, I don't, I won't do any shopping until next week. So, yeah, everybody, give me your Christmas list. Which reminds me, <laughs> Bonnie, I need your Christmas list. Oh, okay, all right, I will give it to you. It's pretty long, but perfect. No, I'm just kidding, it's not very long. <laughs> yeah, send it smoke signals, send it a text, mm-hmm. email, call, yeah, telegram, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> send it in like you know Moore's code. Yes, yes, little dots. I can do that. That'd be fantastic. Well, we go from two bomb cyclones to uh, a pretty, a pretty big uh, deal. We have a winter storm starting to take shape right now over the upper Midwest, the Great Lakes, and then um, up into like central Pennsylvania. And Bonnie, we've transitioned from you know, hey, we're waiting for winter to get here to it's here and it's a uh, full flung big deal. Yeah, I mean, you know, winter's coming in. Like a beast around the country, not here, but in other places. And it uh, looks like ice storm warnings going on in Pennsylvania. Is that right? That is correct. There's an ice storm warning right now in parts of central Pennsylvania, um, near Penn State, just to its south and west around Altoona. You know, when you pull up the actual text, it's saying significant icing is expected. Total ice accumulations around a quarter of an inch. So periods of light to moderate freezing rain will fall into mid to late afternoon, then taper off by early evening. Power outage and, and tree damage is likely due to ice. Travel will be nearly impossible. Uh, does it say anything about wind? 
No wind with this one right now. That's really good. If there's any wind, then that makes everything like 10 times worse. So, because take it from Oklahoma, we know what's up with ice storms. And a quarter of an inch is significant ice. I mean, once you get past a tenth, like you're, I mean, that's the danger zone. But then you add wind and then things just start snapping. Lines start snapping, tree branches. My heart goes out to Pennsylvania because it's about to get messy. Yeah, and there's an additional one to three inches of snow coming on the on the heels of this. So, oh yeah, that would be just extra weight on top of any ice on top of anything. Right. So, yeah, and uh, then it, I'm literally just going through the the full text discussion. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any wind with it at all. It's barely blowing east at six miles an hour. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, the ice itself will do the damage. The wind just really really cranks it up a notch as far as damage goes so yeah and then you know we're the perfect state for wind which we've been so windy today yesterday the last several days have just been wind everywhere and i'm just like can we just calm down with the wind (laughs) i feel you there i feel you there but yeah you look at the surface map and you know shows this it's i want to say it's really probably one giant area of low pressure but officially they have it listed as two so, you know, you have heavy snow through Minnesota into Wisconsin. It's snowing right now heavily in Green Bay, which, you know, is nothing new. Snowing heavily through upstate Michigan um, and then into Pennsylvania, upstate New York, and then out toward Boston. You start to kind of get into this whole uh, predicament of going on. But, man, uh, winter storms popping everywhere, and it's just that time of year. So why you know you guys have nothing really happening in central oklahoma uh you don't have to go too far i mean just up the road you guys have a wind advisory for most of the state of kansas <laughs> most of the state of missouri is under a wind advisory um and it looks like the texarkana texas area is under a wind advisory as well it's pretty windy here today me and my sister went out did a little shopping this morning and nice went to eat and everything and and it was it got pretty windy pretty quick but we don't we're not in an advisory or anything but it was and it's a really cold wind one of those winds that just like blows directly through your whole body so it was it was great gotta love it very biting that type of wind yes stings yeah it's not fun no it's not fun no (laughs) excuse me so you know why why you guys are dealing with that um you know, not a not a whole lot else is happening. We had the one storm. We finally got some snow out here in the Pacific Northwest last night. And Bonnie, so to say that we were model riding hard, it would be an understatement. <laughs> well, I'm so jealous. I how much did you end up getting? Uh, we got a skiff. Mm, well, I mean that's better than nothing. Right. All we've been getting is mist the past couple of days. It's finally sunny today, but I would love to get some snow around here. So I'm jealous. Right, and the, I mean the the amount of snow in the air will come out down to a trace, if if that of anything. I mean, some areas above say five hundred feet probably got a half an inch. Uh, mountains got some, obviously hills got some, mm-hmm. but the meteorology behind it was pretty impressive. Um, cold air had been in place for a couple of weeks. We talked about it, you know, on the show that we taped right before Thanksgiving, where we had that east wind coming out of the gorge, just reinforcing yeah. that dry continental air mass, and so then we get a warm system. Um, that's, uh, basically throws up precip over top of it, you know, as it falls through, is the cold pool deep enough to basically erode out any warm air. And it started that way. And it was, you know, pretty much that way for the entire Willamette Valley. 
Um, so it was great to see, but, uh, you know, models at first were like, eh, it's going to put out a little bit of moisture, not, not much. And then every day it just kind of kept adding a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more until finally yesterday, the Euro and, you know, the high resolution rapid refresh were just like, you know, we're going to have a nice continental air mass and we're going to have a warm air mass combined. And when you get those two elements, boom, you're going to, you know, create a bunch of precip. And so now we really don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> So this was one of those things where it was literally a degree away or two degrees away from having either four to six inches of snow or having what we had. See, and that is the deal with winter weather is it takes, it really comes down to temperature and it varying a couple of degrees and then yep. how much moisture there is and where the cold layers are and everything. And I mean, every piece matters how deep the cold layer is like all of that and so that's why it's so hard to predict and that's why you get those kind of mixed bag scenarios like what you got yep it's true and you know we, we said we mentioned our favorite you know new weather term the warm tongue um, <laughs> or warm nose and clearly you know all the model sounding showed it that eventually by the time you got up to about 2,000 feet you'd have just this little pocket of a little bit warmer air and sure enough that was enough to come in and really erode out some of the cold but even that didn't last that long i mean we all woke up here to reports of oh it's snowing back in downtown portland where okay great it's not sticking but it's still all snow in the air mm-hmm. and so the national weather service has put out a short-term forecast just saying hey you know periods of rain throughout the day occasionally you'll get a heavy enough shower where it turns over to all snow but we were watching that asos uh report last night because part of the oregon ams our winter weather forecast conference we have people pick what day it snows and winners can win prizes and like give passes to omzi which is our museum uh and sure enough we had one lady that was two hours and 37 minutes away so wow yeah congratulations to her she won it but all it took was one report and you know, the next hour, the official reading was light snow, light rain, which would not have triggered the contest. But because we had that one light snow official forecast and it was 36 degrees at the time of the snow with an east wind of 25 gusting to 36. So enough cold air pulled down to the surface that it was all snow. ASOS says so. Therefore, contest triggered and we have our three winners. Wow, that is awesome. See, and for us, like... When we when we get snow, our first snow or two of the season doesn't stick very well because typically our ground is still too warm, right. and so we always have that issue every every uh, winter. So we need it to cool down. We need to get some precip in here. Uh, I want snow. I want snow. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Have no fear. The snow was coming. I but, hope. Uh, it was cool though. This morning, driving home from work, uh, got off work around one forty-five, two a.m. And some areas that I was driving through, you could see a little bit of snow kind of like off on the bark dust. I was like, okay, you know, you could tell that, all right, it had snowed a little bit. But I got home and there was snow on the ground, nothing measurable, just that slushy, you know, like, okay, kind of chunky. You knew it had snowed and there was a little bit in the bark dust. So I took a picture of that, but it was on top of the cars and it looked really pretty. But uh, yeah, it's it's gone now. So, but it's still cool to see. Well, I am jealous, and I'm just going to keep saying that. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as we now wait for 
you know, more snow to come, which we'll get into our forecast here in a minute. It's, you know, shocker. It's not necessarily going to repeat anytime soon. But, hey, as one person pointed out to me last night on a call with some weather friends, um, if these patterns set up, usually by December 1st, it's kind of the way that, you know, the winter will go. So knock on wood, hopefully that's the case. Well, and our winter really gets going in the new year. Like, I mean, we have, we have stuff in November and December, but we get a lot in January, February into March. So we still have several months of potential action ahead. So we'll just see, see what's to come. Yeah. We are, we have literally now today jumped into quote unquote meteorological winter. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. Um, we got a note on our Facebook page last night from a gentleman who I don't think speaks English. But I was able to translate it. He wanted to know what the latest is with Typhoon Kamuri. Now, obviously, uh, as of yesterday, the Atlantic hurricane season is over for 2019. Yes. And, you know, come December 1st, it's done. Well, there are still some storms out in the eastern Pacific going. So, uh, her, uh, Typhoon Kamuri has strengthened in the western Pacific. It's expected to track westward to make landfall in the Philippines early this week. Flooding, storm surge, and strong winds are the concern. Um, it will strengthen as a track, like I said, tracks westward to the Philippines, and it's equivalent to the major hurricane when it makes landfall early this week. Uh, conditions are favorable for intensification, and it's uh, forecast to strengthen to the equivalent of a Cat 3 hurricane. It will wow. weaken once it reaches the Philippines due to interaction with land as well as an increase in dry air. Mm-hmm. So, um, Apparently, there's a lot going on. Uh, they're saying significant storm surge and damaging winds is kind of going to be uh, the calling card of this. They're expecting widespread areas of six or more inches of rain into midweek. Wow, wow. Well, definitely, you know, keep an eye on the forecast over there, and y'all, everybody stay safe. Yeah, get a Cat 3 equivalent, that's no joke. That's a pretty significant storm, so. Correct. Um, according to various news reports, it could delay or cancel some of the outdoor events with the Southeast Asian Games that begin this weekend. Um, and it's forecasted to move out into the South China Sea by Thursday, but should continue as a weakening trend. But according to the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical, and Astronomical Services Administration, or commonly referred to as PAGASA. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that that's a, there, there's an acronym for you. P-A-G-A-S-A. That's their NOAA equivalent? Appa- on the yeah, apparently so. Notice living in those areas um, identified to be highly susceptible of flooding and rain-induced landslides should take appropriate action and continue to monitor for updates. So apparently they're also doing uh, mass evacuations in some areas. Wow. Man, that is really intense. Right. Jeez. Well, I hope everybody stays safe over there and pay attention to those evacuations if you're told to leave leave and leave on time yeah it's not it's not worth risking your life to ride out a storm it's just it's not and we say that not just for you know people going through typhoons we say that for people going through hurricanes yeah you know it's just it's not worth it if you have a sturdy enough house and you know you're well prepared and you want to say that's fine but you know don't don't risk it just because you want to right right i mean because and the main reason is, is because you might not get rescued if needed. That's right. the reason for the evacuations in some cases. It's partially because they don't want to put their emergency crews at, in danger either right. rescuing people. So it's for everybody's safety. So it's really better to start making your preparations now. Family or friends that live further inland, that's where you're wanting to go. So go. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Great information there. You want to follow... 
follow the officials lead they know what they're talking about trust them when mm-hmm. they say if you need to leave you need to leave mm-hmm. but hey you know what we got a lot of stuff happening there with that so you kind of across the globe you know weather still happens and we appreciate you for reaching out um asking us about the storm i frankly hadn't heard about it until i got that message last night so we appreciate yeah, you guys me either. yeah we thank we thank you for the heads up on that Absolutely. And anytime you all have questions or have something you want us to talk about, please message us because look, boom, there's proof. We will talk about it right there on the show. So whatever y'all want to hear about, let us know. Exactly. Um, We've got a blizzard warning that's just popped up for upstate Montana. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Let's pop open this bad boy and see. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, Blizzard conditions currently occurring. Winds gusting as high as 70 miles an hour, especially Sunday night into Monday morning, are expected to cause ground blizzard conditions and significant blowing and drifting snow. Visibility less than one quarter mile at a time. Northern Rocky Mountain Front uh, active until 6 a.m. Mount Zion time Tuesday. Travel will be extremely difficult or impossible due to near zero visibility at times and potential for blocked roadways from drifting snow. Wow. Okay, then. And that just popped up? Yeah, it just popped up. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm still jealous. I mean, that's just more snow and more excitement that people are getting that I'm not getting. Yeah, basically go to like to the 40th parallel and draw a line across the United States. Everything north of that's pretty, pretty wicked, and then everything south of that's pretty tame. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really lame, but that's fine. I'm that's sorry. Cool. We'll just sit here in our lame sunshine with our lame 50s and 60s, and I'll just pout about it. Yeah, you should just pout about it because, you know, that's going to that's gonna accomplish everything that you need to get uh, done today. <laughs> I know. Apparently, I haven't learned anything from being a kid. Pouting gets you nowhere, but I don't care. Right? No, it gets you somewhere sometimes. <laughs> it's called being persistent. Right. Bring on the snow. Yeah, kids, don't quote me on that. But Bobby said if you just called being persistent. <laughs> they said it on a podcast. It must be true. Yeah. No, it's a good way to get yourself in trouble and not get you that toy that you want. Yeah, that is true. Unless you're married, then you're just going to give your wife your credit card anyways. Aha. That's what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> Says the two people who are not married. Right. <laughs> I guess I'll just give myself my own credit card. Yeah. Then. Funny how Dang. that works. Uh, what do you guys have coming up forecast wise in Oklahoma? I know that's kind of a joke, but <laughs> <laughs> Blech, nothing. Some fifties, some sixties, mostly sun, partly cloudy. Towards the end of the week, we have some small rain chances, but it's just rain. So, so that's it. I say that with a huffy face and my arms crossed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. There's still plenty of winter left, I guess. Well, you know, occasionally I like to pop over and see what the fine folks at uh, your NWS office are saying. And mm-hmm. I've just pulled up the main discussion. And it's literally this <laughs> discussion. Updated the 18Z. Aviation. Same. Previous discussion. Update. Previous discussion. Update. Previous discussion. Discussion. <laughs> main concerns are with regard to gusty winds today and fire weather potential. Nothing else. <laughs> See, told you we have had some fire issues over the last few days, right? Because it has been really windy, but 
And that's, that is something to pay attention to for sure. Not downplaying it at all, but that's it. That's all we've got going. Right. Um, yeah. So it says update sunny, cool, breezy today. Overall going forecast looks good. No major changes. Previous discussion. <laughs> breezy Northwest winds will prevail through the day before dropping off after sunset. Skies will remain clear next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Rinse and repeat. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Y'all they're, they're making their money out there in Oklahoma city down in Norman. Sorry. Yeah. We're monitoring the sun really closely as it just sits in the sky and does nothing. <laughs> it passes overhead. And it looks very pretty. But exactly. please, please do not stare directly into the sun. No, no, not a good idea. Not at all. No. Uh, and people still do that, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Especially around eclipse time. I wonder how oh, many yeah. people go blind. Right. <laughs> or at least have some damage. Um, well, out here in the Northwest, uh, I hate to say it, it's kind of more the same. Um. Not a whole lot. We had our snow showers move through yesterday. Like I said, we have a short-term forecast. Since some of the heavier showers could put down some snow, but rain is starting to dry out. We're in a drying trend. Um, we'll get up to 39 today. We'll drop down to freezing tonight. Highs going forward then are back in the mid to upper 40s. Uh, sunshine, patchy fog at night. Uh, we don't get any precip until we get to midweek. And even then, it's just a 20% chance of rain. Nothing big deal, and then kind of showers on and off. So nothing, nothing special, nothing on models. Looking forward, saying, "Oh my gosh, we're going to be back into a cold snap." We're just kind of into this blah pool. So not a whole lot happening. And I mean, you know, that happens. That happens in every season. You have your lulls, and it's just, it's just the same plain old pattern for a while. But you know, it, you can't. The models and everybody can't see really past 14 days very right. well, you know. So, I mean, anything can change in the next two weeks and, yep. and and after that. So, there's still plenty of time. I'm just, like I said, I'm just going to pout and complain about it until it does. You eventually will get your snow, I promise. Okay. Well, if that promise gets broken, then we're going to have words. Yes, we will. <laughs> we'll be able to air it out right here on B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. That's right. We will. We'll duke it out. Oh, sp- speaking of duking it out, just want to throw it out there. Bedlam was yesterday between OU and OSU, and OU stomped them. Yes, they as did. As per usual. Yes, so. as per usual. Although I will say this. I really do love Mike Gundy, the head coach at Oklahoma State. One, because he rocks a mullet. And two, you know, <laughs> he's now a man who's significantly older than 40. Um, I just love the fact that he walks up and down the sideline with a mullet. That's That's just so <laughs> epic. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? And listen, Oklahoma State is a great program, and it's a great university. Mm -hmm. Bonnie went to OU. I wanted to go to OU, so we just trend a little bit more toward the crimson and green. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But you're right. OSU, good program. Um, Very good school, known for their vet program as well. So, um, hey, they're they're holding their own, but uh, not with football. All right. Save a horse, ride a sooner. Yes, or a schooner. No, don't ride the schooner. It falls over. (laughs) (laughs) See, we can make fun of ourselves. That's the best part. Oh, man, that video was ridiculous. Right? Um, But everybody is okay. (laughs) Oh, I also wanted to bring this up because I thought it was so funny. I watched a short video on Facebook. You know how sometimes pro athletes are mic'd somehow? Yes. I don't understand how that works, but whatever. They're mic'd somehow. I don't really get it. But it was some player on the sidelines, a Dolphins player. So this is NFL, I suppose. Yes. 
And he's talking to another player, and he's like, I'm trying to find my mom in the stands, and I can't find her anywhere. Where's my mama? Where's my mama? And then it's like two minutes of this guy going, I still can't find my mama. (laughs) Where is she? And then at the end, he goes, hey, I found my mama. Oh, that's (laughs) fantastic. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) Um, So here's how they do that. So very thin mic is placed under their jersey, on their pads, and... It's just a small little mic that they kind of tuck in between so you can still hear the voice. Um, and then the microphone transmitter is basically the size of like a very small iPhone. It's super thin. And they just tape that up underneath the pads and yeah, away they go. And so are all of them mic'd or just no, some of them? No, only some of them are. For what? Uh, they do it for the exactly the purpose of that video. It's content. Just to get random funny yeah. things. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's content. So, okay. like, when you go and you look, you, you've obviously seen, like, the, the the funny or the bad lip reading where they use, like, guys from the NFL. That's yeah. actual footage of them being mic'd up, and then they just dub over the voices. But, yeah, NFL films and every network that carries the NFL, uh, they mic up players because it's a di- great additional content. And so they do it in college sports. They do it in professional sports. Um, it's just a way to kind of go inside the athlete under the helmet or, you know, between the lines, whatever sports cliche you want to use. Um, but it creates cool moments like that where it's like, yeah, and I've seen that video. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I, I guess it's just so you kind of can make more of a connection with yeah. the players because you, you know them a little bit more and exactly hear what they talk about on the sidelines because from our perspective, it looks like they're not talking at all. So Right. And, I mean, you occasionally get the guys that, you know, like the big tackle that finally sacks the quarterback. It's like, I told you I'd be in your face all day, you know. And they talk – listen, they talk a lot of trash. No doubt about yeah. it. But it's great. It's kind of cool just to kind of go, you know, like I said, under the helmet. In, you know, on the field, a chance to kind of hear and see what they say and, you know, understand how physical the game really is. Well, I, I really like that video. And seeing it gets someone who's not really into NFL kind of just engages that that demographic like me. So that's good. Good call on that. Um, also, I like their uniforms. I like that blue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there we go. Fair enough. I know that's not the important part of the whole situation, but... I do like that blue on their uniform. But you know what? It's okay. That's a connection you've made now, and the NFL will be happy because they've now picked up a new female in the prime de- demographic, and they'll be happy. So, Boom. Right? Mission accomplished. <laughs> and there are from f- former Oklahoma uh, players that play for Miami, so I believe Kenny still still plays for the Dolphins. So there you go. Oh, see? There you go. Full there you circle. go. They got roots here. Yes, they do. In cold, boring, windy Oklahoma. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Ugh. By the way, um, not to bring it up, but my Blazers stomped you guys, and the Blazers are terrible this year. So yeah. we're so up and down. It's so ridiculous. Like, uh, I, it's so it's just ridiculous. But I did watch both Lakers games because they were we were there, and then they were here two days later. Right. And uh, I really wanted to go when the Lakers were here because I did want to see LeBron play live. And I'm telling you. We got stomped by them too, and it's just—it's just annoying. It happens. Hey, the team team is rebuilding. You'll be good. But well, I hope. Uh, I've seen LeBron play in person four times, but it's funny. I've seen him actually like be under load management and or rest more often than I've seen him actually play when he's come to Portland. Really? Yeah. 
It's very annoying. Well, he he's he's pretty he's pretty entertaining, and I'll tell you, I've he never is. really paid attention to him before because I just think he's kind of got a cocky attitude. But I mean, I don't know. He did some cool like tricks and passes and some shots, and I was like, mm, "F this guy! We can't do anything to stop this big guy." Right. So. Well, now you understand why he's a multiple time league MVP and Finals MVP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I miss Russell Westbrook. <laughs> He's just down the road in Houston. That's true. That's true. But <laughs> there's your sports update here on B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. <laughs> there's a lot going on at this time of year with weather and sports, so we can't Absolutely. just not we can't just not talk about it. Right. Uh, Michigan got waxed yesterday by Ohio State. We won't even get into that. Yeah, we're not fans of Ohio State around here. Yeah, I understand. We don't we don't f with them. Mm-mm. No, no. But hey, at least my Oregon Ducks won a game. So, woo, go yeah, Ducks! Yeah, thank you. We beat Oregon State. So, nice. yeah. so see, it was like everyone's bedlam. Yeah, pretty, I'm pretty much. Sure Alabama State and Auburn played yesterday too. So, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, University of Alabama, but they lost. So sorry, guys. They can go cry. Go cry in the corner. <laughs> Yeah. So your bedlam is our civil war. We call ours a civil war. Ah, uh, okay. All right. All yeah. right. There we go. Yeah. So, hey, but Michigan and <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State, they're so cool. They just call it the game. <laughs> Ooh, so scary. The game. <laughs> <laughs> I've always laughed at that name. I was like, okay. But, yeah, that's really cool. Well, the battle between the battle between Washington and Washington State is known as the Apple Cup. <laughs> okay, Snow White. Like that's what it makes me think of. Like. Right, and the best part <laughs> is that they are sponsored by Boeing, so it's the Boeing Apple Cup. It sounds nice. It yes. Sounds classy. That's very classy. It's a battle for cups filled with apples. I kid you not. okay hey whatever does it for them right whatever floats your boat in the state of washington um but yeah good times (laughs) (laughs) oh what a beautiful day i am going to um go get ready for work nice i'm gonna do some homework Um, i graduate next saturday and then i'm done done congratulations congratulations I am ready. We are super stoked for you. Well, hey, here's the best part. You graduate next weekend, so this will be like what, your very last homework assignment? Um, no, I have six to do today and then Ooh. I have all of next week's assignments to do and then I'll be done. So yeah, I know it sounds a lot better than it is. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, just you know, have Clyde come up, join you on the couch, turn on the Hallmark channel, watch a couple of movies, knock out your homework. Yeah, Clyde is so good at helping me with homework. Yes, he, he is. He to climb in my lap or get in my face at all. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart. Yes, he's a good boy. Well, another great edition of B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.